Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that really used to impact my ability to make money and also my ability to, as cliche as this sounds, really chase after my dreams and go for my big goals. And that is the phrase, you should just be grateful. And I really remember, I can remember this very vividly, um, especially multiple times in my life, like throughout my life, But especially when I was at corporate and I was wanting to pursue entrepreneurship. And I would tell people, um, because at the time I had a really good corporate job. I I liked my corporate job. Um, And so then when I told people that, well, like, yes, I really, I do like my corporate job, but I am considering pursuing entrepreneurship, people would instantly say to me, well, you should just be grateful. Like you should just be grateful for the job that you have. You should just be grateful for the um, you know, opportunities that you already have. Like, why are you ungrateful? And I wonder if anyone has ever said that to you. Maybe you've, you know, talked about wanting more and someone immediately makes you feel bad for it right? Um, This also used to happen to me all the time if I would talk about my workout goals, right? Um, I would say like, oh, I, you know, I really want to uh, gain more muscle or I really want to tone or I really want to do this. And people would say, well, so you like, you want to change your body? Like you already have a great body. Like you don't need to do that. You already have, you have a great body or, or you're already skinny. You're already this. And I would feel guilty for having those goals. I would feel guilty for wanting more because it wasn't that I was, I hated my body or I hated my corporate job, or I can think of a million other examples, but it wasn't that I hated those things. I was really grateful for those things. I was really grateful for my corporate job. I was really grateful for my body. I liked my body. But here's the thing. Like millennials get a bad rep, right? Like they get a bad rep for not being loyal to companies, right? Like our our grandparents maybe, um, you know, this is your story too, but like maybe your grandparents worked at the same place for like, 60 years, like their whole life. And now millennials, like we go to different jobs. Like we'll, we'll jump ship and go to a new, um, job or a new opportunity or start a business and leave our job. And people, especially older generations see that as not being grateful. 
they see that as not being grateful. And I just want to ask you, and I want you better yet to ask yourself, does that have to be true for me? Is this a story that I want to keep? You probably, if you're a a listener, if you're a regular, (laughs) if you're a regular um, listener of the Deeper the Money podcast, you've probably heard me talk about money beliefs before. And most of our money beliefs are set in stone by the time we're like eight years old. How crazy is that? By the time we're seven, eight years old, that's when our money beliefs are set in stone. And so for me, if I can think back to when I was seven to eight years old, I can think back to being a kid and wanting something and being like, oh, you know, so you're not grateful for your toys or you're not grateful for this. Like I wanted something more. And then because I wanted something more that like meant the story was that that meant that I wasn't currently grateful for what I had. And so that would stop me from asking for more. Wanting, well, sometimes it, did, it didn't stop me. Um, but it would, it would hinder me from going after these other things. And I want you to ask yourself, does this have to be true? Is this a story? This, you know, this story that was instilled in me when I was eight years old and that has probably been repeated to me throughout my life, is that a story that I want to keep? Right, we get to choose what stories we keep and we hold on to. Um, I said this recently in a training, but there are stories or beliefs that I'm I'm definitely holding on to. If I see someone um, say something that I think is unjust or racist or sexist, I'm mad because that goes up against a belief that I have that all people are created equal. I'm not I'm not giving up that belief because I firmly believe that that's the truth. I'm not giving up that belief. However, the beliefs of things like we're talking about today that say, um, you know, if you want more, that means you're ungrateful for what you have. That's a belief I am willing to give up, right? Because that belief stands in the way of me getting more and having more. Um, And it also stands in the way of what I saw in my life. I was, you know, back to my corporate job. I was in my corporate job. I was so grateful, I was so grateful. Um, I wish I I should still implement this in my day-to-day life. But when I was in corporate, I made it a goal that every single Friday, I would write a thank you to someone. I would write a thank you to someone who helped me that week. Or I would write a thank you to someone who covered for me when I was on PTO. Or I would write a thank you to my boss. Or I'd write a thank you to my team. Or I'd write a thank you to whatever. And it, it, I did that because I was so overwhelmed with gratitude. And so it made me so sad when people's first reaction was, oh, so you must hate your corporate job, right? Oh, you must hate your body if you're working out, right? Oh, you must hate this. And I was like, no, that's not a a story that I'm willing to hold on to. Like, I believe, and this is what you have to ask yourself today. Is this a new belief you want to adapt? I'm not here to tell you what's right or what's wrong. I'm here to decide what's right or what's wrong for me. You're here to decide what's right or what's wrong for you and be okay with whatever the outcome is. So what, you know, you, I'm going to tell you my belief and then you tell me, is this something you want to, because I believe that I can absolutely have so much gratitude for wherever I'm at, for whatever I'm doing in that moment and simultaneously also want something different or simultaneously also want something more or simultaneously also want something better. 
I believe those two things can coincide together perfectly. Right. Because here's the thing. I, I left my corporate job. I, I loved it there. You know, I had no hard feelings. I had my head held high. I was like, adios, love you. And then I came and now I'm an entrepreneur and I freaking love it. I freaking, I have zero regrets. I have absolutely zero regrets. I'm still grateful for that time. I'm grateful for the lessons I learned. I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for all of that. But I am so freaking glad I decided to go for more because here's the thing for me, when I believed and I was holding on to the story that if you want more, you're ungrateful, it kept me stuck. It kept me not going after my, you know, my dream job or not going after a promotion or not going after, uh, um, you know, a more like tone and definition, not going after a you know new apartment, not going after moving somewhere else, not going after um, you know changing like I don't know getting a dog or whatever. Like oh, are you you know whatever? Okay, you can implement this in any area of your life. And so, what I want to point out today, this is just one that's been coming up for me lately. So I want to share it with you because we have to ask ourselves. Uh, this about everything. Is this a story that I want to keep? Is this a story that I want to keep? I had someone say to me recently, um, a client of mine, she was, um, she's an entrepreneur and she was about to launch something in her business. So launching something is basically like selling a, a season of selling something in your business, basically. Okay. And she's like, yeah. Um, when I launch though, like I don't make sales. Like, I just, that's just true for me. And I was like, I mean, is that true for just you or is that true for everyone? And she's like, well, I mean, it's not true for you because I know that you, talking about me, I know you launch something and your business makes money. I'm like, yeah, well, why, why is it true for you? But it's not true for me then. How come, like, how did, how did this rule or this law or this story, how did this choose you? But it doesn't apply to me. Is there something great, like special about me that I somehow shielded this off? She's like, well, no, it's because you don't believe that. I'm like, exactly. I believe that when I'm launching something that I'm super excited about, something that I know my, my, my community is going to love, something I know is going to change lives, something I'm so excited is going to transform people. I know that it's going to work. I know that I'm going to hit whatever goal and, and help people and transform lives and do that. I believe that. And so I act according to that belief. I act like it's going to happen because I know it is. I believe in it. That's my story that I chose to, chose to live my life by. Whereas she chose to hold on to the story that her launch wasn't going to work. And when she's holding on to that story, what are the actions that she's taking? She's not posting. She's not showing up authentically. She's not reaching out to people. She's not authentically expressing how her um, whatever she's going to sell is going to change lives and how it's in their best interest to get it because it's going to help them so much. Like She's not showing up. And when she's not showing up, what happens? She's not going to have a good launch. And when she doesn't have a good launch, what happens? It tells her, you're right. I knew it. 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 Uh, it's true for me. The story is true that I don't get to have good launches. But the reality is that the reason she didn't have a bad launch wasn't because she's not capable of that. 
It's because she believed that story. She believed that story. And so what I want you to do is start asking yourself, is this a story that I want to keep? There are sometimes, like I said earlier, there are sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes my answer is like, hell yes, I'm keeping that belief. Hell yeah, I'm keeping that belief. And then there's sometimes where at first I'm like, well, I have to. And then I ask myself, why do I have to keep that belief? Why do I have to keep the belief that I should just be grateful? Do I have to? No, I can believe whatever. I can, I can let that story go and choose a new one. And if, if I want to choose a new one, what is it? So here's my challenge for you. Go through this. Go through the things that you've been told or the things that you believe to be true about what's possible for you, about what you're capable of, about um, decisions you're going to make, about all of that. And write them down, right? What is true? Like, it's going to be crazy. You're going to be mind blown what, co- what like you write down. For me, I did this a couple years ago and I remember writing like, I will never be a successful entrepreneur. I will never have this. I will never be able to have, um, you know, financial freedom. I will never be able to like make good money. I will never be able to do this. And I wrote this down. I'm like, are these the stories I want? Hell no. Those are not the stories that I want because those stories are going to end with that result. Right? And so what I want you to do is for every single one of those things you write down, I want you to draw a line in the paper and then write the truth is, and then rewrite those in a story that you do want to have. What's a story you do want to have? Maybe a story you want to have is I can be really grateful for what I have and want more. Because I am capable of starting my own business. Maybe your story is I am going to get a promotion at work. I am going to um, you know, run a half marathon. I'm capable of doing this. I'm and see what it feels like when you write those new phrases down. It like what we don't, what, I feel like what is so overlooked, like, here's the thing. I, like you guys love, because I get told this a lot, you guys love tangible tips. Like here's five ways to save and here's five ways to make money online and here's five ways to do this. But this stuff is half of it. This stuff is half the battle because I don't care how many tips and tricks of the tangible stuff that you follow of mine that let's say you followed all the tips and tricks I told you to do that are tangible step-by-step things. If you have these beliefs and these stories that are holding you back from the result, you won't achieve them. Let me say that in a more empowering way. If you rewrite your stories, you can achieve any goal and you can do it faster than you ever thought was possible. Like the belief is half the battle. The stories that you're holding are half the battle. So go through, audit your stories. And I promise, I promise it will show up in your life in tangible ways. Like this is where the woo-woo and the beliefs meet the tangible. Like when I look back on my mindset two years ago, I'm like, well, no wonder that's where I was financially. And then I look at my mindset today and my bank account I'm not kidding. And I, this is a controversial statement, but my bank account reflects where my mindset is. My mindset was so negative and so limited. And all of my stories where I can't do this, I'll never have this. If this isn't possible, I should just be grateful, things like that. And so my bank account showed up like that. I can't get ahead with money. 
Cool. My bank account shows that. But when I rewrote those stories to say, I get to have this, I will do this. I will have that. I get to create this. I get to create more money and then give more and serve more and have financial freedom and provide financial freedom for others and do all that stuff. My bank account reflects that. So I know that it, you know, it's more sexy and fun to go through and do the five top tips to save hundred bucks this week. But this stuff is the sexy stuff. It's the sexy stuff that's really going to impact and completely evolve where you're at. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I am so happy you're here. If you like this and you're implementing this into your life, make sure that you like, subscribe, and um, leave a review because that helps us decide what types of content you want to see in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper the Money podcast. <laughs> 